And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. It's Wednesday, and here we are, Spike's Car Radio. Today's episode is sponsored by Harry's, sponsored by Collecting Cars, of course, and our good friends, Blue Chew. Woo! Good to be with you guys. Uh, there's a lot to report. Johnny Lieberman is back, back. with the team. Um, we've had a couple of great shows. Matt Farah was on last week. Seinfeld was on a few weeks back. Um, big show. You get to hear. If you, you didn't hear this show, you get to hear Jerry Seinfeld uh, swear. <laughs> he swore a lot. I didn't hear it, Zuckerman, when we, when we no were No one's ever. Recording. He's like Mr. Rogers. He was ranting. He was ranting left and right. And, and, he, and he told me after, he goes, yeah, I haven't been on stage. And this is what happens. You get pent up anger and emotion. Yeah. And he exploded F-bombs. on the podcast. F-bombs. And it was like Mr. Rogers cursing. It was great. Yep. And uh, you're going to get a lot more Jerry Seinfeld because he's going to be here in L.A. And he gets very jealous of Johnny Lieberman <laughs> and Matt Farah. And they get very jealous of him. And it's great. Oh, yeah. I, I thought uh, I was replaced again. So. No, no, you there's are. no replacing anybody. You were, but you wormed your way back. <laughs> but in. see, do you guys understand how this works, though? You, do you oh, see what no, I've they done? Don't. I mean, yes. Because everybody has a job. Everybody has a day job. Nobody's available. But the odds that three people will be available now are so much better, right? There are times when none of you guys, like I called Zuckerman, he's like, I can't. And you're out of town. <laughs> Matt Ferris, like, I did eight podcasts, Jerry's in New York. And that's usually where I'm running to do some sort of uh, Zoom interview with somebody. But. You know, lately, if you've noticed, there have not been guests. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah. The guests are the hosts, right? And right. we talk about things that are going on. Anyway, it's good to be with you guys. Well, we're excited to bring you this show. I just... Uh, a couple things going on. Why don't we talk about this first? This, uh, this uh, Porsche Electric 718 announcement. Did you catch it? Yeah, that a little these, bit of it. The yeah. Porsche 718 platform... And I think I grabbed some more information. The entire 718, which is comprised of the Boxster and the Cayman, right? Yes. Big is move. That, that's the 718. Will be yep. all electric. And that that you and we know what comes after that. Well, yeah, let, everything. But real quick though, but, is but that, let's it, talk about that. Yeah. Is is that I I, I missed the full thing. Here, let is me it, give you the top lines. Yeah. Okay. Porsche is about to turn the 718 into a fully electric sports car that will go on sale in the U.S. in 2025. Coincidentally. The GT1 supercar, <laughs> some Halo out. car too. That's that year they keep we keep hearing. Uh, there will be a lot more overlap with the 911, but since the cars will have fundamentally different propulsion technologies, Porsche is not concerned about cannibalization. Oh. So maybe that means it will have equivalent performance stats, right? Or more. I mean, if it's electric, you can go you can go crazy with power. Correct. Right. And now. And this is going to be great because this is going to lead into my test drive with Lamborghini today. Um, more powerful versions of this future uh, 718 will have a front motor, making the electric 718 the first all-wheel drive version of the nameplate. So my question is this. Uh, yeah, that's not news that they're going to do that, but is it going to be only electric or there will just be electric versions of it? It says, it says only electric. electric. Fully electric. That's well, it. Says, it says fully, not only. You know what I mean? You can no reread it. He said so. So, for instance, there's the, I just drove it. I can't talk about it, but the BMW i4 is an electrified four series. Now there's a gas version still, and there's a fully electric version. 
So I, I don't know if Porsche's... A few months ago, we speculated on Porsche's plans. This is car and driver. Car to and turn truck. the 718 car into... I did that Jesus on purpose. Christ. Into a fully electric car. <laughs> now we have gathered additional material from different sources within and outside the company. Not only did we get confirmation that it will be a fully full battery electric vehicle, we also gathered that it will be fundamentally detached from the 911, which we learned will, which will, which we learned will retain its combustion engine, the 911, beyond 2030. Oh. Okay, so and I may can, not even be hybridized. I can speculate a little bit given that information. So that means so, the 718 first Cayman's boxers are now all electric. But that's it, why well, I, I don't. Know, the, 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 yes, there will be all electric versions. The the part that where it says it'll be detached from the 911 because that's what they've done for a while is you get like some parts off the 911 and you make a boxer out of a couple pieces that are interchangeable. So if it's fully detached, that means it can't share components. That means. It's probably another Volkswagen platform uh, that they're going to put a Porsche top hat on. Mm. So, um, but know, it could. Don't you, I hear them saying all Boxsters and Caymans are going to be electric. They didn't say all. They said they said there will be a fully electric. But like, like for, uh, there's a lot of cars coming out. Like the next. What do you think, Zuckerman? Did you when you saw that announcement? When I first saw the announcement, I thought all of them would be electric. Now he's throwing a, a you know wrench into my thinking. I think he's wrong too, but it depends how you read it. Well, let me. 2025. Well, okay, a couple of things. One, 911 outsells Boxster Cayman 10 to 1. So, like, they got to do something if they want to increase Boxster Cayman sales, 718 sales. Two, if you look at, like, uh, you know, what Volkswagen's up to. So, the new, what's called the, it's the replacement for the MQB platform. Right. Comes out in 25. That's like the Golf and 60 other products they make. Well, there will be fully electric versions, but they're also still going to do gas versions because if you want to sell, you know, cars to a lot of the world by 2025, people won't be buying electric yet. So 2030 is when you're going to start to see all electric with no gas options. Although Porsche seems to be intimating from this article, I don't trust the source, that the 911 will just stay gas and that's fine. You know, it, it's. I don't believe it. I don't believe that either. Well, how many? But how there'll, many? There'll be a gas version and an electric version. Right, but I mean, how many? How many 911s are sold a year? Like, not many. It doesn't really affect Volkswagen's, you know, emissions to have a, you know, I don't know what is that, fifty thousand 911s a year it doesn't really do much for CO two emissions. It's it's a million golfs that does so a lot. So the seven eighteen platform is a volkswagen platform i'm guessing with a porsche top hat yeah i'm guessing how do we feel about that well i mean you know the the whatchamacallit the audi e-tron gt and the Taycan are the same platform they just have different bodies basics i'll tell you shit. how i feel about it i feel good about it this is this is what i i wanted to introduce to this table tonight this thing now because uh i spent three hours not a long time with Lamborghini Huracan STO. Oh, shit. How is that? The purest concentration of uh, Lamborghini racing. A GT3 Evo. I hear it's very good. It's super light, super beautiful, super fast. Uh, let me give you some stats here. Zero to 100 kilometers in three seconds. <laughs> 640 horsepower. It's everything we love about GT3 RSs and Lamborghini form. And very drivable and, and wonderfully quiet. Like, I, I used it only around town. I didn't have a chance to take it in the canyons, and I'm going to get it again. Um, it, you know, carbon fiber everywhere and lovely. And it's an amazing thing. $400,000, I believe, is the car. <laughs> you I sent drove. me a picture looking back through the rear window. Yeah, that's that typical. That had louvers, and I said, why did they even put a window there? You could just that's seal it up at that Lamborghini point. Stuff. I know, it just made me laugh. Look, and it's amazing, but... 
and and it's an amazing car. If you're into Lamborghinis, this to me is the ultimate kind of lightweight Lamborghini Huracan, a car that I love and a brand that I really like. And, you know, but all night long that night after driving it, and I only drove it uh, for three hours, I had no issues with it. I was like, this car performs, you know, it's everything I love about uh, internal combustion engine cars. But why am I not excited? What is, what is this weird feeling I have? And here's what it is. The next day, I went, These, this feels like a car from 2019 because I'm now so excited about electric performance platforms. Mm. And it feels like you, can, you guys can keep, and not Lamborghini, everybody, Porsche, everybody can keep, you know, slicing thin slices of cheese and going, oh, let's improve it, make it a little lighter. But the future of cars right now is electric. And, so, I, and, and this is something, everybody knows the, the, the Tesla Model Y, but when I was look, you know, listening to Jay Leno talk about how excited against he is about his, his uh, Model Plaid. S Plaid, and how funny these comparisons are between the two electrics. And we, we touched on it a couple weeks ago. I think all the excitement is in electric right now. And, and we're kind of reaching the end point for this other stuff. Well, you know, so I, I did that Rivian thing, right? So we drove... But you hear what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Well, I'm a, a Rivian, so it's an electric pickup truck. And we drove, you know, across the, the whole country off-road, which was totally fun. But I did the Deep South, right? So everyone, it's just pickup truck country. There's nothing but pickup trucks there. And we meet people and they're like, oh, what is this? And they start talking to them and, you know, they're kind of this, that. And I go, and then when the Rivian guys were done spieling, I go, and it has 835 horsepower. The most powerful Lamborghini ever made is about 800. This truck, which is, you know, $65,000, comes with 835. And they're just like, what? You know, so it's like, and then like that Lucid, you know, I drove that. The, the, the eco mode is 670. You know, the full power is 933, or you can get the 1,111 horsepower version. I have very right. mixed you know feelings I mean? about this. No, I know you're not You're not there yet. And, I'm not and, there. I feel like we're walking through the terminal. You're going to get on a plane in a different place, and I'm turning left, and you're turning right. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, but you, I, now I know. I understand gas. The writing's on the wall for gas. I understand the writing is on the wall. The writing's on the wall. I like how I both like, our cigars are just hitting right now. I like right fucking now. cars. With, I like internal combustion. Everybody I, does, Zuckerman, but, but that's not the, the point. I don't the change point is, is quick, yeah. you're not using a flip phone anymore. You I traded would if in I could. your Nokia. I could. I would use my... <laughs> I would love... That. And there's this new thing we call the iPhone. Don't like it. <laughs> it's what happened when we all had telephones and they said uh, there's now a cellular phone and it was the guy with the open shirt and he had the big phone and we're like, I'm never going to be that guy. Now look, now your wife has three of them. I am telling you now, I see it as clear as day as a futurist, as confirmed by Bloomberg. I'm telling you, <laughs> all the excitement now is going to be for me, performance electric. I'm not a electric. futurist. Performance well, electric vehicles. I'm a, I'm, I, I look backwards, even in my profession. You can't stop. It. Even in my it profession, matter. I understand. In my profession, I look backwards. Look what happened to this guy on this certain date. I'm, I'm a, I'm a backwards-looking person. Well, I'm a historian. You, no, you won't, because but, it, here's how it changes. I haven't gone through the transition myself. To what? I, to <laughs> you take these vehicles, you drive them, and then you go, oh. Like tonight, I'm in, I'm in the Model Y. I had a variety of things to take, but I wanted the car to drive me on the highway here so I could do a couple things, and it did very nicely. 
but the ex- I, I'm uh, this Lamborghini really opened my eyes to it. It's an exceptional car. It is the best Huracan I've ever driven, and it's a very exciting thing. And yes, I would get one in two seconds. But what am I excited about? I'm more excited about things like the Tesla Roadster, and I'm more excited about this Porsche 718 electric platform because I know when they deliver performance with electric and we're in the low ones that you'll never go back to this I other stuff. I understand, but you know what? I, I don't, I'm not looking forward to the end of the line. I don't need this. I, you, know, you need it. The world needs it. I don't personally need it. I don't need it. I'm just saying it's happening. Two, two this points. is not driven by us. This is, I know. This is a I know. thing I, I'm not in control that of is this. happening, and you just have to look at it. It's already happening. Two, you two, know, and, and let me just make, make one more point here. Yeah. Uh, because you know, I was chatting about it earlier today. There was a moment like in 2013, you know how at the end of the year they go, the best business is for 2014. Right, right. You know what number three was? It was electric bicycles, and I laughed. I went, "Who owns electric bikes? That's ridiculous." But now look, here we are, twenty twenty one. It's a thing. It's a giant it's thing. A we thing. all love them. We're in that same point. We're right before the performance electric thing explodes. So two points. One, one is you got to get that STO up in the canyons because that is the greatest yes, engine yes, yes, left. Yes. That's that's that 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 five it is, liter it's, it's five point two liter V ten. It's just amazing. Uh, two. The, back to the Rivian for a second. We did a lot of off roading in the Rivian, and so it has each wheel has its own motor at full control. Makes sense for that. Yeah, but but, chick, but but with this revelation that hit all of us that did this, we had nine Motor Trend editors going this forty three day adventure, right? Was that like, oh, my God, you know, when you're off-roading, you use low gears. So for torque, you have an engine that's spinning at like, I don't know, two or 3,000 RPM, and you're reduce, you have a reduction gear. It takes it, you know, 88 to 1. And you realize all this low-gear technology was, it was a, uh, internal combustion was a terrible solution for off-roading from day right. one. Uh, electric is better. And, it, and it's like, oh, my God, it's like you, we're off-roading, and it's like elegant and wonderful and fantastic, and you have max torque when the wheels aren't even moving yet. More storage. And it, well, yeah, that, that's a whole other story. And it's just like, oh, my God. God, we've been doing it. And it gets you, Zuckerman. You, I was exactly you. And I, you've heard me on the show say, I don't give a shit about Tesla. I don't give a shit about this stuff. And then suddenly it happened. I went, oh, no. I, oh. And then it's gone. And now it's added to your portfolio. Will I ever, not, will I ever stop driving old cars? Never. And, I, and I'll drive the modern stuff, too. But I'm excited about where electric is going. I'm going to get Zuckerman into a Lucid. You will lose your shit. He'll love it. You will be so happy. I want to be happy. something called a lucid. <laughs> it's such a stupid fucking name. It, it irritates me. It takes all the fun out of a what car. What would you name your electric car, Zuckerman? I don't know, but when I think about great car names like Mustang, Corvette, GTO. Well, the, 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 car, the car is a much know, worse Pantera, name. And then, and then you get lucid? Well, hang on, lucid, no, no. that's a fucking Here's a good name. No, a much, it's a much worse name. The car is called the Air. The company is the lucid. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, yeah, so air is bad. Yeah. So yeah. I and I know I'm a boomer. I'm a dinosaur. I'll be buried and dead, and the world will move on. Uh, uh, I'm. We're gonna bury him in a Tesla. <laughs> in a lucid. Let's put him in a lucid. <laughs> I don't just need bury to be him. buried. Huh? I don't need to be buried. We, we can turn you into this. oil. We're gonna bury dinosaur juice in a Porsche. <laughs> hey, let's talk about our our good friends, Blue Chew. Yeah. They're back for a third show. 
And I brought the blue chew. I've got it with me. I'm packing I blue chew mine. right now. <laughs> Fall is here. We could all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It has also helped in the bedroom, especially when it comes to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Zuckerman, you ordered your blue chew and yes. you have it. And Lieberman, you've abstained. I mean, look, I, you two are trading blue chews. <laughs> like, we don't know. No, no, no. We, we do know. not trade. We know. He signed no. up. He signed up okay. on his own. Well, whatever you're showing them off like you're your baseball card collection. It's it was- really fun. They come in a little packet and then you have them. You know, it's like the old days when you're taking ecstasy. Yeah. It's like, look, I got yeah. this to look forward to, but I, I have yet to take. But I, but I hear Mrs. Ferriston asked me to bring wine home tonight, so maybe today's the day I snort my blue juice. <laughs> I mean, take this chew off. Them in the, chew them. Dissolve them in your wine and her wine. No, we didn't no say it that. says women doesn't. They should not take blue chew. Blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. I would guess the chew is the absorption, right? That makes it faster. Yep. You can take them anytime, day or night. Uh, you can plan ahead, ready whenever opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Did I mention they are hot and they are women? Um, if, uh, if, <laughs> you if you didn't. like men, you can, I'm sure, request a, a hot man. But they have hot people working there. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. It happened. It's true. And I used the code. And I, get, I didn't even say I was a host. I just got it for free. Um, best part, it's all done online, so no visits. I don't think anybody's even worried about awkward encounters. But in case you are, uh, this is how you do it. You just go online. Your webcam turns on, and you have a little conversation. Next thing you know, you get a little packet. And inside that packet... Blue chew. Hoard your blue chew. Put it in a little pirate's <laughs> chest and Leave lock it. everywhere. And just know it's there. They you can have it. if it's baloney or phony baloney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I promise you guys, I will try this. I've never tried anything like it. I'm going to try it and I will sure. let you know. I just, uh, you know, I've just never done it. So I have a little fear. That's all. Um, here's the call to action. Hold on. Um, if you think you could benefit from a little extra confidence, Blue Chew's going to help. We've got a special deal for you guys. Free Blue Chew. <laughs> and I can tell you, it is free. It's delivered free. Spike 911 is the code. Spike 911, when you check out, it's uh, it says just pay $5 shipping. I got to tell you, I did not pay that shipping. It was free when I logged on. BlueChew.com, promo code Spike 911. Light them up. Your first month is free. So wait, I got, so I get six pills for free. That's a month? The I, first one is always for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you think I'm going to like this, Suckerman? Of course you're going to Have like it. Have you ever used anything like this? Pencil? Yeah, I gave it a shot. And it was like... Did it improve your uh, uh, feeling? Did it? Did things feel better? Your firepower. I'm telling you, you're fired up. I mean, the thing stuck to your sternum like you're 18 years old. Bluechew.com. Spike 911. And then a long list of do-nots. I had to lean into the... Over the tub... Like a ski jumper position <laughs> to urinate. <laughs> We're going to do Dear Zuckerman uh, later, so stick uh, around for that. Uh. We talked about uh, the Electric 718. We talked about the Huracan, and thank you to the gang. They're going to give me that back. It, it is an amazing car, and I'll uh, try to do an actual review when I get a little more time to drive it. Um, before we get into you and your trip, Johnny, in Goodwood, and this is a few weeks after it happened, but did you guys see the bring a trailer hack today? Yeah, yes. fantastic. It's so cool. How did you first notice it? The, the pretty girl on bring a trailer, and then the funny guy <laughs> smiling like the cat ate the canary. It was yeah, terrific. Yeah. I was sitting on the toilet, and I always open Instagram, <laughs> and it and I'm looking. I'm like, who's this girl? And then it says bring a trailer. And I'm like, how did she get a blue check? 
and it didn't. And then a thousand, you know how everybody DMs yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah. got to check this out. And there were so many funny comments because everybody was writing car comments under the girl. Like, yeah. uh, I hope she's never smoked in. You know, yeah. if you had a look under the, you know, all yeah. really corny At car guy jokes. At some point, they changed it to bring a tailor. Which was really good. <laughs> who do we have any idea who I, that? I, no, I, I don't know. I don't I've know. been That's accused. A... <laughs> You've been accused. We've all been accused of it. I uh, wouldn't know how to hack anybody. No, of course not. Me. But there, people wanted to know if we were behind it. No, but it is the same day as the hack. We recorded the show in advance, and uh, as of oh, there it is. It just went finally, just went back up, and here is their announcement. We were able to recover our account. Thank you for sticking with us and for all those who reached. I would argue that this helped them. This absolutely. <laughs> it was really wild. Uh, no, we did not open an office in Istanbul. Our Instagram was hacked and out of control for 24 hours. We are glad to be back on Instagram and secure with you all. Just a friendly reminder to strengthen your passwords. What do you suppose their password was? One, two, three, four. <laughs> Spike 911. <laughs> Thank you to all those who pitched in an offer to help. It took longer than expected, but we're ready to roll again. Could you imagine the freak out they were having? <laughs> it's such a smart hack, too. Like, yeah. they didn't, you know, you could have done so many bad things they just put up pictures of hot girls <laughs> oh it was really wow. funny it was really it was funny great anyways uh lieberman yes traveling the world yes well, and the seven seas you were in goodwood uh, i went to the goodwood revival but okay. first i went to the very very odd munich motor show Dachau. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that All was right, well, top line top line these things for it oh my gosh okay so imagine going to a car show traveling all the way to germany and there are approximately nine cars and 1,500 electric bicycles, and, See, an, entire electric country, <laughs> an entire country that hates the auto show. And then you're in a, a state of Bavaria where they've canceled Oktoberfest because, because of, of COVID, COVID, but they're letting the auto show happen. But why were there only nine cars? Because it, manufacturers decided not to risk it? or You know, so this the Munich auto show has replaced the Frankfurt auto show. The, apparently the mayor of Frankfurt fucked up, is uh, what my German friends told me. It went to Munich. The car companies are just scared to death in Germany because just because of Dieselgate and because of how like powerful the Green Party and the Green Movement has become in Germany. So like I was with BMW and they're like, yeah. So in 2025, everything's electric. We're gonna have one platform. We'll be carbon neutral. We've stopped using conflict metals in our in our batteries and in our uh, our, our motors. And they still got protested. And I was sitting with a board member, and he's like, "What? What? What do they want from us?" And I'm like, "They just want you dead. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they just don't give a shit. They're doing literally. BMW is doing everything any protester on Earth would want, and they're still like angry at them. Yeah, um, that's interesting. There was, yeah, I mean, Porsche, why do they care how people feel about them? Uh, I mean, it's, it, it wouldn't a multinational corporation not really care about feelings and about a guy on Twitter? Uh, giving they're him so worried about the politics of it because, you know, the, the Green Party is very powerful in Germany. In Germany. And, and they it, were in transition there right now. They're in transition. The Merkel's thing is, out after, what, 12, 16 years, whatever 16 it was. 16 years. And then, the, but the other thing is, like, you know, in America, you know, I forget what it is, but like one out of every six jobs is somehow car related. In Germany, it's one out of every three. That's all they do is cars, you know. They eat, they eat pork, drive cars, and I don't know what the other thing is. Schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> so. Murder. <laughs> well, that was, that was back then. But so it was just, it was very <laughs> strange. I was waiting for Zuckerman to fill the blanks in. I, <laughs> I thought he'd be all over that Zuckerman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to shame myself. I can't really talk about lampshade soap. I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> Is that what you want from me? <laughs> too obvious. Too on the yeah. list. Yes. Um, but no, so it was it was really strange. But then I drove, I can't talk about them right now, but I drove two electric. Actually, when does this air? Maybe I can't. Anyways, I drove two it's electric a BMWs. Two, a week from uh, Wednesday. So a week from Wednesday would be in October. October. Yeah, okay. I can talk. I drove the iX. Four, fifth, six. Okay. I drove the BMW iX. That is their fully electric uh, X5, essentially. And yeah, it's, it's very impressive. I mean, it's a little, for a BMW, it's a, even though it makes 516 horsepower, it's a bit dull in terms of like dynamics. Whips ass on the Autobahn, though. I was on like unrestricted Autobahn and like got up to, I don't know, 150 miles an hour, no problem at all, whatever the top speed of the thing was. Um, it was it was cool. It was really cool. What did you learn about this Porsche concept, the electric? Uh, everything you did because they didn't have it at the show. That was Porsche didn't even bother to have a booth at the show. They had it like in downtown Munich. We were only at the show for one day. So you didn't get to see it I didn't, close. I didn't get to see Did you get to ask anybody about it? I, I talked to Frank, you know, our, our friend Frank about it. And uh, what did he say? He just said it's it's what it, it, it's an electric because uh, it you know race car it thing. looks like what a GT one would look like. Yeah. A, you know, again, like if you know, not to sound like a broken record here, but tracking Carrera GTs going then to nine eighteens. What do you follow up? Duh, but but just an electric all electric super performance car. supercar. Call it what you will, GT one nine seven, call it, but that's gotta be what this thing is, no, right? No, this is more of like an electric No, no I'm not saying that the concept is, oh, but I'm just yeah. saying what this Halo car that's coming yeah, is going to be. It'll probably be all electric. It's gotta be. Yeah, I mean Porsche's really going heavy because the Macan's gonna be electric. There'll be you know the the Tycons are out. Um, that thing is like an electric, you know, GT3 cup car, you know, and they say it has actually better performance and it had all this cool tech. And is it there can, a racing series for that? I think there will be. I think that's the point. And wouldn't that be where they make homologation cars for that? Exactly. GT1. <laughs> it didn't look big enough. All Porsche hypercars tend to true. be pretty it looked teeny. long. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty 911 sized. Yeah, yeah. That's so. true. But I didn't see it. It was this crazy thing where they were like, hey, we're going to put you on a bus. And you're going to go see it. Then it was like, oh, because of COVID, there's not enough room. And you saw Pat Dempsey at the airport, saw, and saw, you didn't say hi. I don't really know. He's him. a friend of the show. Yeah, I, you, you know, can go up and say you're, it's your show. I mean, you know, I see a lot of people. I, you know, he just, would love it. Yeah, he would nice love guy. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just, I didn't. But oh, I wait, so him. where did they have the car? Tell me about the location of the car show. That made me very happy. It was to at hear. the the old Munich airport, so it's twenty miles outside of town, under uh, the shadow of what. Were there Probably sp- something bad. Were no, there I sp- thought you told me you were like somewhere right under, you know, Hitler's. Uh, oh no, no, no! We drove. Well, sorry, no, we drove to Betschtesgarten, which was where uh, Hitler's uh, eagle's nest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. It was. He only stayed there thirteen times. It wasn't exactly his, but yeah, we're in the most beautiful hotel in the most beautiful times. part of the world. <laughs> and I think I number. stayed in that hotel. Yeah, and you look at the near the Black Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, they have Schwarzwald. pretzels? And oh, they, they everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, but, that's where we were for the Carrera GT opening, and. Yeah. Jerry and I were just like, should we go to bed or should we? I sleep and you watch the door. <laughs> yeah, it's spooky. It's I f- it's a beer garden now. I've been there before. You can go get a beer and it's just where Hitler planned. I mean, who knows what he did there, really? <laughs> well, he was right. just trying. He had a lot. He had a lot in his mind. He had to get away from stuff. But it's that's the problem with Germany. Is that it's just so beautiful. Everyone's so nice, and you look up the hill and there's like the eagle's nest. You know? It's, wow. 
Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. it was kind of a bust. It sounds like the show was a bust. The, the BMW were, the, were there some, spectators? Was I was there on a press day? I will say this about Germany: if you're outside, not a single person had a mask on. If you're inside, every single person without fail That's, had their mask on, and nobody's right. yelling, nobody's screaming, nothing, no one's no, carrying on. No, but I mean, like, like literally everyone. Like I was looking around at one point, hundred percent compliance. And no one said anything about it. It, it just, it just that's what you did, you know. And There's then no if, matter of fact about these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were like, "Ooh, a new rule!" Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They love is, it. This is great. Yeah. That would be so nice. But yeah, so it was. That was that was really nice. Um, <clears throat> and then, well, I, I only want to hear about Goodwood. Yeah, Goodwood revival. I mean, that that looks a revival. It looks so you gotta beautiful. Go. You gotta go. The pictures. I hear you gotta go. Mm. But so, just take us through it. All right. Like you, it, it, is All it right. when you walk through the gate that everybody's in period so, dress? So what you, what so, is it okay. exactly? So I woke up and I put on my uh, uh, vintage coveralls. Where I did found. you get that? I, I was in Shoreditch in London. I went to a, a what they call them a charity shop. We call it a thrift store, and I I can't believe it fit, but it perfectly fitting. And that was overalls. sitting in there. I was just there. It was my friend Lev was like, go there. They'll have it. And it was the second thing I looked at. It was mislabeled. It said it was a size 36, but I, I took it off the rack. I'm like, it looks like it fits. A racing suit or? Uh, it was like mechanics overalls, but it okay. had a shell logo sewn into it. It was great. Anyway, so I wake up. We stayed at a place. Is it a requirement that you're in dress for this Halloween? Let me get to that. Let me get to that. So uh, I, I put this on. I wake up in the morning. We get into our helicopters, and we're helicoptering to no Goodwood. Way. Yeah, of course. Who well, pays for that? There? Subaru paid for it. And they wow, tossed you cool. out. <laughs> <laughs> they what? <laughs> they should have tossed him out as a part of the show. The nicest they get guy. over Goodwood and they throw Lieberman out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to Goodwood. <laughs> Look at him. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lands on a 917. <laughs> and we begin. <laughs> So the tossing of Lieberman is complete. <laughs> so we're in the air, and the pilot comes on and says, uh, listen, guys, we got we to gotta go land on the horse track because there's three Spitfires in the air. And they had three, like, you know, World War II Spitfires flying oh, wow. around in our airspace. Oh, boy. So, but I'm like, you know, we're 1,400 feet up in the air, and I could see three Spitfires, like, you know, over That's England so cool. by the coast. And I'm like, yeah. the Bogies. last time... Someone had this view. They were like Germans about to be shot down by the fucking Spitfires, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, so cool. it was amazing. We land. A uh, 1943 Willys pulls up with a trailer. We jump in the back, and there's guys in costume, like World War II guys, and they drive us to the entrance. We get in line, and 99% of the people are in costume, period costume. If you show up not in costume, they have these actors that are dressed up as you know, different vintage people, and they run up and they're like, oh, governor, bad luck, uh, your, your luggage is lost in transit, like, don't worry, and they just harass the shit out of you so that the next time you, you'll show up they wearing They embarrass you. Yeah, and, and you, you have no idea if it's an actor or a guest, but there's a zillion of these, these actors running around, and so it's just great, and after, like, you know, you feel like you're on a movie set, and then it just feels normal after, like, day two. And yeah, it's like you know the most amazing cars in the world, and they're they fucking drive the shit out of them. Do you do you know Marino Franchetti, Dario's brother, um, race car driver, n- nicest guy in the world. Um, anyways, this one race was like Cobras and and D types and the, wow. those kind of cars, oh. right? Yeah, and and so his before he gets in the car because they they do it's like a half hour race, it's fifteen minutes per session. They switch switch drivers, so his co driver wiped the car out. So like the damage head- didn't know. Oh yeah, headlights hanging off, the whole rear ends crumpled. What kind Marino, of car? It's a Cobra. 
It was a, it was a, it was a beautiful like a 64, 63 Cobra. And Marino gets in it, and he just keeps going and like going, wow. and they're they're like drifting. It was raining. They're it was awesome. Wow. It was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I mean they have everything there. They had you know, if you like World War Two, there's tons of like Spitfires and uh, you know hurricanes and and so the bombers. planes are there too, right? What yeah, what's that? Their planes taking off, or is there an airfield nearby? Yeah, in the morning the Spitfire. One morning was Spitfires. I think one morning was hurricanes. They, they, well, they, I there was like that. a B twenty five. Here's what I could never figure it out. From stateside, mm. what the good? This isn't the Goodwood Festival, or it's a separate event. Separate and, event, yeah. and it's yearly, yeah. And it's always at the end so, of uh, so, September, yeah. So, there's and then the, when is the regular Goodwood? I want to say like June. Okay, like so the and Festival this, of Speed is there's he has they call it you know the Duke's now he's the Duke he used to be Lord March but now he's the Duke of Richmond so it's his driveway and so it's this I've I've driven it it's rad it's a one point five mile driveway it's the hill climb and. Everything. I mean, like dragsters go up it, trophy trucks, supercars, and that's a much more crowded event. It's 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 fun. This is much more intimate. It's just it's just outstanding. It's just absolutely outstanding. And then there's a third event that's going on next week called the Members Meet. So if you're a you're basically personally invited by the Duke, you show up and the Duke, the Duke, the Duke of the Richmond. Duke He's the eleventh Duke. Duke of Richmond. And I met the new Lord March, his son Charlie. So yeah, you know, Dr. Charlie it's, it's, it's in breeding fun. or is he? Can he think? <laughs> he seemed like a really nice guy. He's probably <laughs> a fan of the show. Johnny. <laughs> I have no chin. I'm the product of inbreeding. <laughs> My chin was spread out. <laughs> so I think the, the original Duke of Richmond was like an illegitimate son of like Charles the First or something like that, and he set him up with this like amazing piece of land, and it's it's awesome. You got to go. You'd love it. Yeah, that does sound it's great. Phenomenal. It yeah, does it's sound just, great. It's so much fun. Let's do an ad. Yeah. Speaking of ads, since we're in England, let's talk about collectingcars.com. They're not getting hacked. You can go to Collecting Cars Instagram right now, and they're not hacked. Um, they've got some great stuff. Uh, they've had some big sales lately. Um, look at this. Aston Martin V12 Vantage Carbon Black sold for $140,000 at a manual gearbox. 991 GT2 RS Club Sport sold from Hong Kong to a buyer in the UK for three hundred. dollars a uh, thousand euros, <clears throat> a global auction platform, Ford Mustang GT500 EL and our tribute sold in Australia, from Australia for two hundred and forty thousand wow. dollars. And yep. since we're doing the show so far ahead, I just I'm gonna go to their, go to collecting cars and look at their coming soon. There's always great stuff. Look at this charity auction for Rally School Rally Test Day uh, at the Tuttle. Uh, Porsche 911. Oh, in a Tuttle Porsche 911 with tuition. It's a charity auction. They always have such interesting stuff on this site. Um, Red Bull uh, F1 uh, uh, outfit. Uh, chair. These are all charity auctions. The 76 911 S 2.7 liter. Uh, this beautiful 2015 Porsche 911 991 GT3 RS left-hand drive, Lancia Delta HF Integrale Cat AV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at yeah, all yeah. this cool. This is all stuff that should be up there now and should be up live. Um, 2007 Land Rover Defender. Ooh, I would like that. Go back to that V12 Vantage. That's a car Zuckerman should uh, get into. That's, Where's that? That's, Where, it was wh- the first thing you said. It's currently, it's not, it's currently being bid on. <clears throat> oh no! Sorry, oh, that sold. Sold that for hundred forty thousand. That already 000. sold. But they always but have like, great stuff. If you guys are looking, ooh, look at that! 
what? Series one, 1949 Land Rover Series. I got a one. ride. So on one of our rides back to the helicopters, we had a 47 Series one. Super did it move? Early. Yeah. Did I mean, you, we were going drive two it? miles an hour. No, no, no. They, they had guys in like Farm military. So it's a tractor. Yeah, but we jumped in the back and they drove us 10 feet to the helicopter. It was awesome. They, there's some cool cars there. You got to check it out. Collectedcars.com. Sign up for their daily uh, email. Uh, Chris Harris is uh, shooting content for them. Uh, they are such fans of Spikes Car Radio. They bought the show out for the entire year. They're our biggest sponsor. Nice. Why sell your car anywhere else? There are no ordinary auctions, no ordinary cars. Thank you for telling me. Uh, I, I've been getting a lot of DMs. Not a lot, but but more than I get from other sponsors about, hey, I get turned on to these guys and I bought a car. And they send me the cars and that makes me happy. Good job. I, the people nice. are getting connected with, uh, with some wheels. And if you bought that V12 Vantage and you live in the Los Angeles area, please DM me. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about? What else what you guys you got? got? What do you got, Ferris? We got a Deer Zuckerman coming up, I but we'll do that as our last two door defender. Always... Two-door defender? Okay. Really? Talk. Yeah. Talk to me. Okay, so Spike knows because he owns one. That it did we already talk about that car? No, not the not the two door. Okay, so you know how well the four door rides. It's like better than a luxury car. Yeah. So you lose a little bit of that with the short wheelbase. Why? Just because it's short a shorter wheelbase, wheelbase and just it's choppier. a little wiggly. Just choppier, but it's still good. It's just it doesn't. Did have you that. drive it tonight? Yeah, it's out front. What Does color? that have a rack that comes with? No, it? no, it's no rack. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't whistle or make Did any noises. It's it's really nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's um, I I want I want the V8 version with a sport mode. That's what I want right. out of that car. Why do you want more speed in that? I find it to be perfectly balanced it's, right now. It's 395 horsepower. It's awesome. I went up Angeles Crest this morning. There's there's no way to turn off traction control, so I was fighting the fucking thing up the hill. And you had to what you got to do is you got a left foot brake into every corner, just to hold the brake down because that way if you turn the wheel, it doesn't turn on traction control. So you're just, it's like, Ugh. it's a fight. You wrestle the thing up. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't do that with their two-door SUVs, but I was, you know. But with a V8, you know, it'd be 500 horsepower. It'd be awesome. So, or just make an electric version. Is this version. a long-term loaner at this car? No, this is a week. They just wanted <clears> me to drive it, and it's 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 fun. I'm, I'm going off-roading tomorrow morning uh, up in Rower Flats, and yeah, it's going to be good. Wow. Yeah. What color is it? It's that uh, gold. I'll tell you that. The goldy name. brown one? Yeah, it's got a name. It's on the key. It's right here. And it's people cold. still, it's funny. I, I drive mine and people still want to hear about it. And I forgot that it's kind of a new thing still, that a lot yeah, of folks haven't seen. Still loving them. Pangea green. Oh, oh, Pangea, from the that's beginning what I of the earth. Yeah. That's yes. my color. I think it is your color, yeah. It, that, that, that was mocked in the Seinfeld episode, famously, <laughs> as he was <laughs> ranting about colors. And he said, like that car over there. <laughs> the green. You mean my truck, Jerry. You um, know that my partner Robert has a Defender, a beautiful black one. Right, right. But he's he's going to get out of it. He is. Why? Too big. He finds it to be. He finds the four door version too big for his. Does it have a rack? His needs. <laughs> I'll have to find out. <laughs> Take the I don't rack. Think Steal the rack. Off. I don't yeah. think he has one. I look at the picture I took of it, but he he's he's. I think he's going to go back to his daily driver being a nine eleven. And he had given up his... Did he still have that G-Wagon? He gave up the G. Oh, okay. he could have so made some money. Zuckerman. He could have made he money. He did get money. He should have waited longer, though. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. got out a little too early. But he transitioned from a 911 
He went G-Wagon. Then he realized he couldn't go into parking garages, which he needs to go into as a yeah. lawyer. Then he got the Defender. Then he became disenchanted with that. And now he's going back to a 9-11 as soon as he's Zuckerman, I've always been a very lucky human. Even when I don't know that I'm being, then luck is shining its uh, smiley, yeah. lucky face on me. Not getting the rack would yes. really negatively influence my life. I'm in parking garages at least five or six times yes, a week. Yes, you'd be screwed. But you and can I'd also do air suspension so you can drop the thing down. But, yeah, not but, but not low enough in some of the places I'm in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, even without the rack, I'm, I look up and I'm like, oh, geez, if there's yeah, a beetle tall. upside down, if there's a little bug, I'm going to hit it. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't want anything new. Even... Looking, That's a cycle of car collecting. Even supplement. looking at the new GT3. No, well, wait, call, come on. Hold on. You bought two cars in the last, like, seven days. No, I said new. I don't want... <laughs> and there's nothing new in the new car world. What'd you, buy? you bought another Mercedes. I want old We just cars. debuted the 280, no, 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 and then you I said just, I got another one. I, I was talking about new. What'd you want? Because What'd you want? I only want old cars. I understand, but you're feeding your desire with old cars, and you're actually accelerating. You're buying things and not even telling us anymore. What'd you buy? What'd Remember you buy? how you used to do that? You what, used to, it? but then you would debut it. Now it's just acquisition. Which oh, yeah. He meant to, uh, when he's okay, on the I'm toilet. Gonna, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1981. 500 SLC, a oh. homologation oh, special. Yes. Yes. And you know when Mercedes beefed up the car to participate in rallies. Rallies, yeah. And that's the, it's kind of a slightly larger version of an R107, you know, two-door convertible. They stretch it a couple inches to put in some ridiculous, unusable back seats in it. Yes, yeah, an and S107 it, chassis or yes, whatever. Yes, yeah. so it's, it's like two inches and, and the roof doesn't come off. They it's got those weird bitchy. louvers. They look well, good. This car, they only came in a gold color. Yeah, yeah. And there, I don't. If there was any, if any of them were in the U.S., they came in gray market at that point in the early '80s. Well, it just so happens where I got my most recent 280 SL from Scott Grun for some years ago. He had sold one, and I had called, and I had said, "Boy, if if you ever get that car back, I'd really like it." Anyway, lo and behold, they got a call from an elderly German fellow saying he had one of these cars. He lived in. Zuckerman. Zuckerman. Don't sell it to the He just called you. He no, he called Scott Grunford because he saw that they had sold one at one point. And then what is the ethnicity of your name? Yes, sell it to the Jew. And (laughs) he has the money. Yes, take the Jew's money. One way or the other, <laughs> like we get his money. How delighted he is when he makes these <laughs> jokes. These horrible jokes. I mean, I'm going to get one day, one day, they're going to listen to this stuff in 10 years and say, my God. You're Jewish. Still. And it's still awful, bad jokes. But that's the, that's the nature of this car. So this, old fella, this older fellow, uh, Kurt, who has been a 747 mechanic in Minneapolis, St. Paul, since the late 70s. It's his car, and he's selling it because he said that his son and grandson are wreckers, and uh, he does not want it falling into their hands. And now we've just Out <laughs> announced them. that to the world. <laughs> no, they don't. The expression I always say, there's only three listeners. It won't you get say back that, Zuckerman, and yeah. it's not exactly right. I'm sure, but by the way, how I get, you, t- people, how you we, mentioned someone in, in, in Poland, and they hear about it, and then they, and then they, they tap well, us on the Mind you, Ferriston. You know, you know who didn't hear? This is one of the few times is uh, my soul cycle teacher did not hear the uh, uh, su- the yeah, Seinfeld soul cycle rant. She'll eventually hear that. In my in this particular, case, I don't think it's any secret 
that Kurt doesn't want his son or grandson to oh, have I see. it. I'm sure he's told them. But right this car is gold. And how, how do you drive this homologation? Like, what does that mean to performance? Can you feel it? Or is it just rare and more valuable? It's rare. I don't think it's nearly as powerful as what they raced in. But I think it, for that period of time in 81, nothing was putting out a ton of horsepower. But this is a nice, torquey V8. It's going to be cool as fuck. You saw the, the deep, coffee-colored interior. It's just going to be such a thing from a different time in the yeah, world. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of old Mercedes, by the time this airs, I will have completed, and I, I don't know the name of it, but I'm going on a rally in your car, a car like your car, I'm going to Colorado to drive a 300 SL Roadster, fuck, 57 uh, with uh, uh, Michael from the Classic Center. He invited mm-hmm. me to go, and it's going to be. I need awesome. a Gullwing again. You I want you too. to hear. I need really? what I need. You need a Gullwing. I need a Gullwing. You need yeah, a Gullwing. It's the greatest of all gullwing. time. Yeah, we, we need a 70s. You know what? You've got me looking at Mercedes now. Yeah, but you know what's I, weird? For her, I have to tell you, I have a couple of major car regrets. Do you have any car regrets? Well, what are yours? What do you mean? Ice Racer, Gullwing. Huh? I, I really they oh ice. you regret selling it I had to sell it but I wish I had it I but my I, I don't know I thought that was a good move I liked it because the going is the most beautiful thing there is but when you drive it all you think about is the 300 SL because of the heat and the containment right. of it I, I think you made the right move I'm sure, okay. Yes, but what? I mean, you weren't even driving the Gullwing a lot. This was having it in the garage and looking at it. It's, it's beautiful. It well, you've got you've got somewhat you've got the Lancia in there, right? That yeah, deal. Yeah, I but know. It's not Are you driving Gullwing. that thing? No, I have to put it in for service. The, the fuel pump uh, needs a little service, and I don't have the. You time. got enough stuff to look at, Zuckerman. You need things to well, drive. Hang on, Spike. You need a Gullwing back. You nah. really got to get a Gullwing. No. Oh yeah. Ferrison, you're, you, I want to borrow some of your money. I want to. I want to borrow your money for a gold <laughs> movie money. And not pay you back. <laughs> I'd also like to borrow some of your money. get another movie in development, yeah, and then I'd, we'll talk. I'd, I'd like. To, Look, if you, you have could any talk extra. me into that. You could. Okay, I know where there's a good one. Not today. <laughs> I just want to plant this seed. I'm firmly in selling. I want to sell. I'm in making money mode were, right I, now. Not spending it. A real black rudge wheel Galway. Come oh, on, really? Really? A real black O-wing rudge wheel gullwing. That's a very rare... You know, there were almost no black O-wings and almost no rudge wheel cars. I forget the numbers. They were, was it 29 or that was 29 alloy cars? Something 29 like, alloy cars, but I mean, there was, you know, there was less than 1,300 What does the interior look like? Black leather. Really? I mean, the ultimate wow. bad boy. That's a, that's a, yeah. that's a bad the L.A. going, ass, Like, we're coming in machine guns. <laughs> but you, yeah, can, this you, is, can, you can only drive that in December, though. It's the only issue. No, you know what I would do? They, it was, I would actually do something sacrilegious, and I would put in a little air conditioner. They also have... And then paint it pink. When I, I, when I, did, I did the million one, and they, they had these, like, Weird uh, vent windows yes, that pop the, in. Yes, they actually you can put work. in the vent windows that slide. They actually work. And, but, you know, these the, when they restore the cars now, they do so well with heat treating. It's not yeah. nearly right. as bad as a as an original car. Yeah. But you would still, if you were hot, is you like, need you know, AC, yeah. you, you could bake cookies. And, and, thing, and you would need a, modern, AC. modern yeah, electric yeah. AC but, is small. You can't see it, and it works. So, Ma'am, do you know how good that would look? Oh, yes. What would we do in it, Zuckerman? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. But... I'm not saying it. You know what I said? I said. Yeah. We're retired yeah. from that. We're from constantly that. chasing the, uh, the, the, uh, the distinguished gentleman 
The that distinguished gentleman look, though. I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that could be in it, but we'll never be that man, Zuckerman. People <laughs> sometimes accuse us of being that guy, but we're not. We're not we're earthy, low-born, horrible <laughs> skinks. Low, yeah, skinks, Willie. <laughs> Vile skinks. Yes. Mangy records. Yes. More you're man not, than ape. You no, know who was, This is man. the eleventh yeah. Duke of who you were talking about. Duke of Richmond. Yeah, yeah. and I'm from the eleventh. <laughs> the eleventh jerk of Zuckerman. Well, I, 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 what? well we fled I during the eleventh Zuckerman jerk. Eleventh jerk of yeah. Zuckerman. <laughs> we we fled mean, during the fifth he, pogrom of Odessa. Yes, I mean, come on. Imagine eleven. Eleven versions ago. Basically, yeah, yeah. some Zuckerman <laughs> people are, flee from his hair. Who is an ape? In a lot in Poland. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had a shot though. I was close. My grandfather was a, a doctor on the Upper East Side of New York, and he has uh, four boys. Uh, three out of the four went to Ivy League schools and got great educations and, and distinguished themselves. And then Fats, my dad, <laughs> who was kicked out of some of the finest schools that America has to offer. All right, tell us a story about I don't want to. My mom's the, listening to the podcast About the baby now. in formaldehyde. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> That's my other Uncle Peter. Uh, he's, Come on, first. Too. Tell I me think again. I told the story. No, I, I, I told I, it again. Because yeah, I'm like a little kid. Tell me the good story. I've never again. heard the story. Well, the birth, it, it's, it's actually... You know, it's kind of interesting because uh, OBGYNs, it's a very new science. And my grandfather was, you know, writing, uh, wrote a lot of medical papers about it that were published because it was very primitive back then. And, and in Fall River at Union Hospital, where he worked and where I was born, when, uh, and this was just, I guess, a law in Massachusetts, when a baby died. Uh, either inside the mom or when it came out stillborn, you weren't it. allowed to take it out of the hospital. You had to bury it out back. So Grandpa Ferriston, Morris Ferriston, who was researching and documenting his stuff and writing about it, would keep these uh, babies, these Bright. dead fetuses, <laughs> in formaldehyde. This collection of dead babies. <laughs> As he was, he, it was okay to do in his lab and... You know, S sell them to freak shows all across the country. And he had these kind of hippie kids, Uncle Timmy, Uncle Peter, and Uncle Paul. Uh, two of them, like, Woodstocky, hippie, pot-smoking, fun uncles. I love those guys. And uh, uncle, they were causing trouble in the house. So during the week, his my grandmother would send one to the hospital to, to hang out with your father. Just get out of the house and... And Uncle Peter was there, and he was left alone in the lab. And he's like, hey, look, this is cool. They're dead babies in formaldehyde. And he put one under his overcoat. <laughs> and he went home with it and didn't know what to do with it. So when he, when he got home, he put it on his windowsill outside of the house, outside of his bedroom. Now, we, his house was right up against this other house, like only a few feet between the windows of this Fall River uh, uh, big house. I like it. where this is going. Go ahead. And the other window had a 10-year-old girl who lived over there. <laughs> and she uh, shortly after opened up her shade to look out and saw the dead babies <laughs> and screamed and called the police. Yes. And uh, things were not good for Uncle Peter that week. God bless him. That's, he, such a, uh, that's my he kind of family story <laughs> it's good yeah, because it, you know my uncle peter's dead now too but he you know there's that period when your their dad is dead and they they just love telling these stories about how they made their dad's life a living hell and apparently he was a hothead and he would go nuts and scream and that was just the dead baby day apparently Grind this was babies. just the way it worked we yeah. have to maybe we'll get uncle timmy on the show he's still around uncle paul's still around and they can come tell the all the true horrible stories because i don't think i've heard 
the the most horrible stories about there's, my dad there's, yet. There's oh, I, I think I, there's I, a I thought, lot. I thought of you good, said there's more dead baby stories. Oh, there's there definitely there oh, is. Good, good. I mean, these guys. You know, I remember my dad used to say because he had also had an exam room, Zuckerman, in the basement of the house. So Uh-oh. women were coming over to the house, and at, at the holidays, <laughs> even though they were Jews that were now Catholic, that office would fill with with liquor. Everybody would bring a bottle because everybody's overjoyed because the OBGYN delivers the greatest thing in their life, right. the baby. And, of course, Fats and Uncle Paul, Uncle Peter, and Uncle Timmy used it as their own private bar. <laughs> it would go down and confiscate the Seagram 7 and the gifts and go out and get arrested. I know and- we're doing a podcast, but if we ever do go video, if we could get a freeze frame of Zuckerman's face when you said your uncle had a gynecological... Well, grandfather. Exam, sorry, there's a guy to call his office in the basement. Yeah. So what <laughs> is the idea? Of- <laughs> Keep the gravy warm. I'm going downstairs for, for. Can you imagine being a teenager exam. and having access to that stuff? I mean, oh man. He was a great grandfather for us, though, because he's you know the grandkids you spoil. How much money do you want? Any here? It was a big deal, Sacramento. How, whatever coins you found in the couch, you could keep. That was a big deal to us, and they bought us toys. It was good. Little like, greedy Ferris in searching for coins. It was good. Finding dirty magazines instead. <laughs> magazines, no, I never did. You just hide in the basement. Yeah. Let's talk about Harry's. Zuckerman, have you looked in the mirror recently? What no, about you, Lieberman? I can't. Have you really looked? That beard you grew, Johnny, last year was a hot new thing for you for a minute anyways, but now it's just hot outside and you need to tame the bad boy. Harry's can help. Are you headed back into the office? Now that the virus is gone, you got to get a fresh, clean, all-business look. Um, I heard about that. Someone told me that, you know, they would prefer that I shaved my neck. If you're not going to shave, at least shave your neck. Have you heard this? I shaved my neck. Really? Is it? Because it just looks really terrible if you don't, if you just let it I, all I go. Have a little... I shave my neck, yeah. yeah okay, I guess I... I'll do that. If you have a morning routine, you shower, you shave, and well, you know, Harry's can help make two out of the three easier and better. If you don't know Harry's, it's a good time to get to know them right now. They were created to be different from other shaving companies. They craft high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighted handles that make a close, comfortable shave quick and, dare we say, enjoyable. I can attest to that. It is better. And because Harry's insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they just give you both. Refill blades start as low as two bucks. Easy decision. Even easier, new Harry's customers get their starter set, which includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle. It's weighted like, you know, that heft, that nice feeling of a nice tool. That's what it feels like. Heft and heft. Foaming gel. Uh, aloe travel case. It's a $13 value for only $3. This stuff is so cheap. This is great. I have a, I, and, and two, I just ask them, they send me all this stuff. It's awesome. Their factory Harry's, in Germany. What? Don't you remember the factory in Germany? Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. were you? Their 100 year old factory. Where were you between Harry's, 39 and 45? Harry's it offers. Was, a, they made skis. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for men, all delivered right to your door. Um, it's great stuff. I use it. Let me get to the uh, thing you got to do. Because if I don't read that, then I have to give them another ad. And I, I happily would, because Harry's <laughs> supports us. Oh, this is one of those. We have our own site there, Zuckerman. Really? I've done a lot of things, all right? I've been in, in show business for 36 years. I get more excited when I go to a website and I see Spike's Car Radio on it. And on Harry's, if you go to harrys.com forward slash Spike 911, you'll see the Spike Ferriston Harry's page. What kind of motorcycle is that? It's a very powerful motorcycle. 
Uh, you'll get your starter set for three bucks. 100% satisfaction guaranteed, so you get nothing to lose. Go to harrys.com forward slash spike911. You have to put that in your address window right now. Just check. Just go there and check out the page. Just do that. That helps us out. And uh, you'll get excited that our little podcast is on a Harry's page. Harry's.com slash spike911. It's time for Dear Zuckerman. <gasps> we need music. Ooh. Will, Will, it's time for Dear Zuckerman. What do you think of that music? Was it good? That was the best song. Oh, you know what? You know what? Oh, you know, oh, I, and this is good. I'm glad we're doing this. We'll do this at the end of today's show. Uh, young Jack Ferriston, who is a jack of all trades, flyer, car uh, blogger, the whole thing, uh, coder, hacker, the whole deal, is now into uh, DJing. He's got all this DJ really? equipment, but he's not like a douchey. D- he's not doing that. But he said if we gave him a bunch of uh, uh, Zuckerman yelling things. He would turn it into musical stings for the show. Oh. Little ten second bites. Of me shrieking. Of you no, you saying something Ranting. like Gimme the money. <laughs> He'll turn it into a thing that we can then put in the show. We'll do that after the okay. recording. I'll 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 just feed you some law some of your classic lines and then and then next week's show we'll put them in. Okay. And it'll be like a real a real radio show. Wow. Wow. I anyway, like this. It's yeah, this time is good. for uh, this is good. He also owes me a lot of money. For all the, the crap that he breaks, his phones and everything else, so he's trying to work it off. So that may be his motive. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. Dear Zuckerman, of course, these are real, actual Dear Abby letters, uh, mostly. Is Dear Abby really in the no, New York it's Times? Not, not, no, it's, it's just a, an advice column? Yeah. Okay, Dear these are advice so letters from the New York Times. <laughs> and uh, instead of the uh, dope at the New York Times <laughs> answering it, <No>, Will <laughs> Zuckerman is going to because the, I think the eleventh jerk of Zuckerman will answer. And this, <laughs> it's a very popular segment because I think this is really what should be in the New York Times. This is the way these letters should really be answered. Nobody wants to read a polite response to these idiotic letters. But anyways, once again, we're ahead of the curve. Here we go. This one's entitled, Where Am I? Where's My Sandwich? Dear Zuckerman, at least once a week, someone steals my sandwich from the communal <laughs> fridge in our office. I bring lunch to save money, and so it's doubly annoying! Exclamation point. How do you feel about notes on refrigerator doors asking thieves to cease? Signed, hungry. So stupid. What you do is you bring in your sandwich, and you tell some of your co-workers that you wiped your dick all over it, <laughs> and and you just let that go out. Your sandwich will never get eaten again. Or another guy's gonna try to steal it. Yeah, or yeah, you know, you put a put a You're pube or two in a in a in a office setting. That someone with an H and R department should say, "I wiped my dick on this sandwich." <laughs> oh, okay. and you're announcing it how? <laughs> well, okay. How about that? You just say to your favorite friend at the office, "You know, someone's been stealing my sandwich, so I make sure now that when I'm making the sandwich, I wipe some boogers on there, or you know, put a hair or two in there. You know, if they're going to steal it, they might as well." You know. Isn't this like the shotgun in the door as to, yes. to stop burglars? Would they get in trouble if they put? Uh, something in the sandwich, like blue chew, or <laughs> well, not if it's okay. But somebody shouldn't be stealing the sandwich. But probably what's going on there is they said this is the type of person with their stupid sandwich that they bring in that annoys other people. I don't think anyone's eating the sandwich. This person should look in the trash. Someone's just taking the sandwich and bang. In the you know trash the problem can. with the office sandwich is it does it's unattended and it's sitting there and you're hungry and you think why not? 
I, who steals a sandwich? <laughs> who I mean, steals food? Yeah, I mean, come it's, on. Okay, it's all weird. three people. But is this every week this happens? <laughs> like, wouldn't you, after the second time, like, I'm never bringing a sandwich again? How about a mini fridge? Or a peanut butter and jelly that you don't uh, need to uh, refrigerate? I believe that your food can stay out for a few hours and survive till yes, lunch. Yes, yes. I don't like my sandwich in the fridge. But anyway, yes, you should you should spike your sandwich with something that won't bother you when you eat it, or at least just say that. It's or, get so you eat your own dick sandwich. Yeah. If it's a woman, what does she do? Get her husband to wipe the dick on it. Is- <laughs> she. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Does this I'm go on in your Trump. office? <laughs> do people steal sandwiches and food in your office? No, they don't. It's happened once or twice, and we and we put a stop. To How it. did you put a stop to it? We put a fake camera. <laughs> I swear to God. We you put, what? We a put fake a camera. fake camera facing the fridge. But we had a compulsive overeater who has since died. <laughs> and, we, and it was really for him. because <laughs> Who since died? <laughs> we put a fake camera on the compulsive. But he's dead. <laughs> So you bought a chintzy, like, little red yes. blinking light camera? Yes. And, and I made, because I didn't want to confront him. He so was somebody came guy. to you with this actual letter and said, this guy. <laughs> and you said, wipe a dick. This and is why, said, no, this is why you want to film. Look at him now. He, he regrets bringing this up. And you said, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Uh, Paul, you, we Paul, knew we, it in our wait, situation. Wait, wait. We knew exactly who we, it was. We can't do the dick. How about a fake camera? <laughs> in our case, we knew. So who, you knew who it was. We knew who it was, and it, the conversation. And you said was to like, whom? You said to one of we're, your minions. We're all talking about it. What do we do about this guy? He's fat. Fuck. He's all the food. <laughs> you should. Uh, and he was put. I mean, I caught him with like three donuts in his mouth, just pushing him in. And, and like, this guy, and he died from being overweight. <laughs> <laughs> his aorta popped and, and his you know, aorta popped yeah you know like muskets with the plunger he was putting oh no he was plunging the horrible story <laughs> oh my god so we let it be known jesus you know we got we got the, somebody's doing something with the food we had to put a camera there, and they, I knew what kind of a guy he was. He would never want to get caught. The, the, the not it was getting too caught frightening, camera right? Would have overcame his. his Is the camera disorder. still there? No, no, no. It's gone. He died. <laughs> they the buried it. And, and that was it. Yeah. Did you bury? It? Did you put the camera in his coffin? You take this. You take it wherever you're take going. This with you. Send us some wave hide or You're going to need this in heaven. Saint Peter doesn't like anybody to eat his taffy. <laughs> oh my God. All right, letter number two, <laughs> dear Zuckerman, I have hosted and attended many bridal showers. Lately, I've noticed that hosts ask attendees to pay a flat fee to cover the costs of food, party favors, etc. I have no issue covering my food, drinks, or special activities, but it irks me to be asked to pay for things like party favors. Am I cheap? K. Yeah, you're cheap, they're cheap. <laughs> Everyone is cheap. A whole bunch of fucking cheapskates. Guys shouldn't be having parties or going to parties. <laughs> that's Just sit pretty... home with your cup of noodles, your top ramen, <laughs> fucking have your own party. That's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> and now our final... <laughs> no reason to follow that one up. <laughs> 
letter O. This is your favorite kind of letters, Ackerman, uh, entitled Mom, Dad, and Money. And again, this is the the uh, New York Times. Uh, Philip Galanes, uh, Social Cues, answers these letters. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, Philip, if anybody's tapped Philip on the shoulder and told him you're answering his letters. Um you, it would be good to get him on. We should get him in here so yes. you can encourage can him compare. Oh, that would to, be... to, to, to really be a little more honest. Yes. A little more. You don't have to be a full Zuckerman, but really be a little more honest. But I'm sure he's constrained by the New York Times style book and, and whatever else they're telling him. But wouldn't this be more entertaining, do you this think? much more fun. Uh, for me, at least. <laughs> I, I'd like to talk to Mr. Glanes. <laughs> oh, Glanes. Sir Glanes. <laughs> Are you the 11th Duke of Glanes? I'm the 11th Jerk of Zuckerman. <laughs> no, I'm sure Philip is a very nice guy. Oh, yeah. um, Philip's are always he's got nice. A, he's got a gig in writing, so we don't want to ruin him. Uh, all right, dear Zuckerman, I am in my late 30s and have a good relationship with my parents. We speak on the phone weekly. Last Sunday, my mother informed me that they gave my sister a chunk of money to help with a down payment on a house. She told me I wouldn't receive a matching sum because my husband and I already own a house and his parents gave us a generous gift when we were buying it. My parents aren't wealthy, so I understand their decision. Still, it stings! Exclamation point. It seems to be a prerequisite prerequisite in these letters i think my parents are making assumptions about my financial position i also believe their choice to give money to my younger sister is a declaration of greater love for her should i bring this up again only to your psychiatrist <laughs> that's it really you know you know what something like this she acknowledges this is pay- one of the most common sure. family right. problems i've heard this I over and over again this but you know what yeah you feel shortchanged. These are historic issues that she's talking about. The reason she feels this today is because she's always felt that her parents have loved her sister more. She says as much as that. So she's got to go see the shrink. I mean, the parents have limited means. She's got a house. I could understand them wanting the other kid having the house. Exactly. Be happy exactly. for your fucking yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. Don't be greedy. And, you know, and so, yeah, you. I can see you shaking your head. If they should split it 50-50 and be fair. But whatever. I mean, because do you know why? Here's why. And maybe I'm wrong about this. I do believe it should be equitable between all kids. No matter what, it should be equitable because you leave when you leave the planet, you leave your your kids fighting with each other or at least one has a resentment. And that is doesn't bode well for the relationship moving forward. But you but don't. That's why I say at least they, they were upfront about it. They didn't right. find out after the grave. They were upfront and they explained the decision. And the daughter took it as they love the other girl more. And that to me says that's a conversation for a fucking shrink. You don't think your parents love you as much as your your sibling because of money? No, no they might saying, not be she's treated saying, fairly. But she, she's saying that they're making an assumption about my financial yeah, position, which it. means I'm worried about money too, and this would give yeah. me some relief. Yeah, but look, I I, I'm I, not I'm not attaching too much to that. That's a nice argument, but I'm it's back to me. The love is stronger. Yeah, I had I had this happen actually to me was when my sister got married uh, many years before I did. My mom helped her and her husband out with a down payment on a house. They wanted a house. I wasn't in a position to buy a house. And when when I eventually bought a house, I, we didn't get any money from my mom. You know, and it, it, I never thought twice about it. I was like, good, I'm glad my sister has a house. And I never felt, I, I don't know, I didn't feel my mom loved me more or less or anything. It was just like she could help them. They needed the help. 
I bet if, they, I bet if the two sisters sat there, they could think of all the ways that each one was treated differently. Than you want to know what yeah. Philip Glane said? What did Mr. Glane say? You should definitely bring it up if this gift is going to interfere with your relationship oh, with God. your parents or sister. And I agree, Philip. I agree with you, Mr. You Glane. Philip can go hang out. And, and the other thing is, Leave my relationship with Philip alone. She's got a husband with parents who gave him money that she, they're taken care of. Very common problem. Money just ruins families. Yeah. Ruins it. The parents shouldn't have given money to anyone. Then they should have. They <clears> should have donated all the money to local cat rescue. <laughs> and then that, that we could. should for wrecking your speedster. <laughs> the cat people, motherfucking cat people. Yeah. Well, that's dear. But Zuckerman. I like cats. I like all animals, Ferris. And we are animal lovers. People don't know this about us, but we love animals. I like dogs. Dogs. Well, you've opened my eyes to stupid little dogs, and now I have a stupid little dog that I absolutely love. And, I and have two. squirrels. We love squirrels. We don't like squirrels in my we house. We love squirrels. Squirrels eat my fucking tomatoes. I hate yeah, squirrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But squirrels are smart. And, and as Ferris and I know, and the New York Times knows, they all have individual personalities, my yeah. dear friend. <laughs> they torture my dogs, and they eat my tomatoes. Fuck a squirrel. Why aren't you... Uh, why aren't you going to buy an exotic pet like for this place? Well, You've talked I need about a, it. What I need is then an exotic pet wrangler. I don't want to. I want to. I've always said, like at the office, I want an employee that wrangles the squirrel. Like there's some girl or guy in another room that that cares for this thing. And every so often, when I get stressed out, I press a little buzzer or a bell. Bing, ding, ding, ding. Bring the squirrel wrangler, and then the squirrel comes and calms me down. What what, what sort of exotic what think, animal Ferris? were you talking about, Spike? Huh? The, Squirrels. Was, oh, yeah. raccoons. Like a snake or yeah. something. Oh no, snakes don't do it. They no, don't do it for gross. I love you a snake liker. You see, I had oh, a snake. You know what, Ferrison? There's some people who like snakes and others who don't. Well, he's circus folk. Yeah. Of course, he likes snake. Yeah, I, I had a snake, and I found. Yeah. I just found out my snake. Uh, I, when I left college, my, my snake went to my friend Damon, and I just he found out it. a month ago that my snake he was donated to a breeder program, and he he's lived still out. alive. No, he died about a couple years ago, but he lived out his life. He had 20 years of breeding with other ball pythons, and. He was a, he was put you out had to a python, a ball python. They're they're small. It's a really heartwarming a, story. Are, Don't leave him alone in your <laughs> house. Discovering that he really truly is it's a, a carny. He's a carnival. No, my wife's a carny. I'm not a carny. You, you were tearing cards. You have snakes. You are circus. <laughs> I like furry friendly mammals that respond to me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a tarantula one. Like not a snake that would look at me like food. No, they didn't look at you like food. He was my snake was nice. His name was Ralph. He's a nice little snake. Okay, he, like he interacted with you, yeah, like a dog. He, he'd, he'd sit around my neck when I did my homework. It was great. Well, there you oh, go. You must have been great in college. That Lieberman <laughs> guy sure got laid a lot. Lieberman on the third floor. Everyone girl, stay I knew away had from a him. snake. I went to like a. He's snake got school. snakes and he and he cuts cards up. He's got duct tape and a rope. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, did you? Did you get laid a lot in college? No. Yeah. I, 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 oh, yeah. Relative to his. <laughs> I mean, what, did, what, did the snakes help with girls? No, no, no. No, not at all. But I had, I had like three friends. We all had snakes. I don't yeah. know. We all got snakes. It was like a thing they were like. It was a weird school. It was like, you know, snakes. Wow. And, all the rejects. If you weren't smoking it was the cool one of the three rejects. He got laid once in college. The other two. How dare you? Well, there's our show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed your time with us. Uh, I certainly have. This has been fun. I, it was fun right up until the end. I was having a great time. and then Oh, stop crying. That's my favorite part. <laughs> we were having a nice time. We are talking about animals. We're sharing what we love with you. And uh, it's not just cars. It's snakes. <laughs> and other weird animals. Look at Zuckerman. 
looking at leaving. <laughs> I, re- you'd I don't really, trust people who like reptiles. But you'd really That's rather a have a I'm with you on that than one. a snake. Yeah, you don't trust yeah. them, or it's just I don't get them. I don't understand. I don't know. You I don't know, know they're probably them. into weird perversions. You know, weird that, you things, know there's a dungeons. There's a snake guy who shows up to the Malibu Kitchen Cars and Coffee, uh, who's there now with his two snakes, his two pythons. Yeah, that's weird. You know what's Why worse? is that weird? And you it's don't not take weird? them out. They're, 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 they live in a cage. They're not, you know. You know. He's desperate for attention. I'll tell guy. you what's worse than a snake person. The a person, bird? A bird. no, the, yeah, the bird people, bird the guy people. with a cockatoo the, yeah, yeah. shitting down his back yes. in Venice all those yes, years. Yes, that's the, the one. There's a guy that used to go to Pebble, and he would walk around with a parrot on his shoulder everywhere. Yeah. And I saw him in Colorado, and he had the parrot on his shoulder. Yeah. Because it's attention. Anything that anybody gives you attention for, you think, this is working for me. But what we, they don't know is you're being mocked. <laughs> we're giving you attention and we're mocking you. Birds are the worst. At I think the same birds time. are the, the I like a good worst. bird. I like I would rather have a bird than when a snake. When are we gonna do a mocking episode? Huh? Let's do a mocking it. Let's mock people. We can. Yeah. Let's Whenever you want. Let's get well But why? Because I like mocking people. <laughs> He's good at it. When we're out at Bill's and doing the show there, you usually are on people. I had a shrink once ask me, What do you enjoy doing? And I said, Do you really want to know? And she she said yes. I said Mocking people. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? What'd she say? She, she was a very well. Con- she gave that well considered shrink look and said, "Is, is there anything else you enjoy?" <laughs> no, no. I used to enjoy it too, Zucker. When I lived in New York, I enjoyed that a lot. We would actually go sit at sidewalk, you know, people watching, lots of people, but it was people mocking. And I put it into a Seinfeld episode in the Wigmaster episode. They go and they sit and they get champagne coolies and they make fun of people walking by. <laughs> and that was a little biographical. I don't do that anymore, but so you I found say. it was kind of based on my own insecurities. Well, of course. And, I, and, and trying to feel a little better about myself by well, making fun you, of others. You know, this morning I was at Verve Cafe and four guys came in in their bike pants and really, yeah, yeah, and, and that's I just, upsetting. And it's, it's, I hate looking at them. But, it's, it's worse than wor- it's worthy of mocking. But looking, unless you're Lance fucking Armstrong, don't wear the tight pants. I don't want to see your genitalia. But what 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 I do enjoy, and what you have pointed out to me is it's genitalia. Looking at old old men trying to be cool in Hollywood is really fun. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's I enjoy seeing what men turn into. <laughs> that that I do enjoy because men get funny shapes and they buy funny pants and they are funny looking, and I do it too. I'm even part of that group, but I We're but I kind of enjoy enjoy that. But I don't know that it's mocking as much as I just enjoy the the years where you just don't care anymore. <laughs> All right, can I end this show? Yeah, I guess. All right, we love you guys. Goodbye. We'll see you uh, next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.